You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book, and if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Oh, hello, friend. Welcome to episode 166 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today's episode is about letting your field lie fallow. Now, that's probably not the best way for me to title this. I should title it something like how recovery and restoration are crucial to your success. But that doesn't sound as this beautiful imagery that I get in my head as let your field lie fallow does. I imagine this calm, peaceful field that I'm just looking out on and that gives me such a better image. So I'm going with my title, but you could also call it how recovery and restoration are crucial to your success. So this episode, of course, is based on something in my life that I've had experience with recently and how I am letting one of my fields lie fallow for right now. um, And that is going to help me succeed in my goals for this year. But before we talk about that, about the episode issue of the day, I just wanted to give a little inside story from the Bennett household. Uh, So over the past weekend, my son ran in the uh, HEPs championships. That's the conference championships in college uh, for for the HEPs is also known as the Ivies, the Ivy League championships. Um, And I was supposed to go see him, but due to all the crazy weather in Portland, Oregon and other places in the country, I was not able to go see him. So that was really, really hard for me. Um, I was very sad about it, shed some tears. Um, But the good news is that we got to watch it on ESPN Plus. And uh, so, you know, Chris and I sat in front of the TV, we got to watch him on Saturday, and then we got to watch him on Sunday. And so it was really exciting. It was very um, dramatic watching it from far away. One of his teammates um, on his relay fell and broke his hand during the race, actually, but was still able to finish his leg and hand off the baton. And the team rallied around and really put themselves back into the mix. And it was just really inspiring to see. Um, And we were inspired just watching him put himself in the mix in the mile and in the relay, um, running up against some some guys that have have run some faster times than he has, but he put himself right in there and he belonged there and he ran great. Uh, And so anyway, that was really fun to see, even though it was also really sad that I wasn't there in person. But that's just kind of like the bittersweetness of life sometimes, right? Okay, so let's talk about the episode topic of the day, which is um, how I am letting my one of my fields lie fallow. So if you aren't familiar with farming terminology, sometimes farmers will choose not to plant crops on one of their fields and they let it go fallow or lie fallow uh, in order to 
uh, restore like the fertility of the land, to recover the nutrients, to get rid of the crops so that then the pests or the bugs or whatever won't come. Um, I'm definitely not doing this justice. I am not a farmer, although some of my very, very favorite memories of my whole entire childhood were uh, when I visited my grandparents in Modesto, California. They had an apple orchard and so many other fruit trees, and it was an absolute paradise for me to just spend my summer days picking fruit and eating it fresh off the tree. But the point, (laughs) so I'm not an expert. There might be way more that goes into choosing to let a field lie fallow. But for me, this came up because I was talking to my coach about how I feel uh, kind of burned out. I just feel um, I, I just feel heavy. I feel like some of the things that have been fun aren't feeling as fun, or I'm not feeling as energetic and light about them. And I feel that part of that is because I haven't given myself enough grace or enough credit for some of the hard things that are going on in our life. So nothing serious, nothing bad, just normal life stuff and having teenagers and my daughter is applying to college and going through the recruiting process. And that has turned out to be um, just hard. It's not easy. Um, And so just a lot of kind of life things that uh, take a lot of toll on me just with my anxiety and my the way that I think about things and overthink about things, it feels kind of exhausting. So I was talking to my coach about them. And I was telling her that I have made a list of things that I really, really, really enjoy and that really make me feel alive. And so many of the things that I'm telling myself I should be doing um, aren't making me feel alive. And so I told her I need to just focus on one or two of my fields. And and I'm mostly talking about business goals here. And letting another one of my fields kind of just lie fallow. I just want it to recover. Um, I don't want it to be fertile. I don't want anything in my life to be fertile. I am done having kids. I have a basically 20, 18, and 16-year-olds. I don't want any more kids. So like the fertile, I don't even want to say that word in the same sentence as me. But um but so I, I just want to not focus on some of the things that I'm telling myself I should be doing or could be doing to grow my business. And I, for right now, I just want to turn my attention to the plants that I've already grown and that are already here and just giving them a lot of love. Um, so many of my, so many of the ways that I think about my coaching business relate to plants and the earth and sun and light and water and music and just the earth. And so for me, it really makes sense and really hammers at home when I think about the parts of my coaching business that I really want to just spend time in and walking through the fields and lightly touching the plants and letting them know that I love them and letting this other field lie fallow and just knowing that it is recovering and recuperating and absorbing the nutrients and just preparing for in the future when I will plant crops there. Um, And so on just sort of like a practical level, what that means for me is that I am going to continue loving the shit out of my one-on-one clients. And I am going to continue to love the shit out of the kind of pop-up group coaching programs that I'm going to have throughout the year. And I'm not going to spend so much attention on like marketing and emails and funnels and content creation and Instagram and social media and all of those things. So I'm really just going to let that field just lie 
quietly over to the side while I focus on loving the people that are in my world, my my clients, current clients, future clients, past clients, um, and the students of the workshops that I'm teaching, all of that kind of thing. So I just wanted to say another couple things about if you have an area in your life that you want to let it lie fallow and just recuperate, that it really only works if you are fully allowing the fallowness. I don't know if fallowness is a word, but I think you get what I'm saying. If you fully allow yourself not to work on it, not to think about it at all, that's how it works. But it's not going to work. Like for instance, if you use my example, it's not going to work if I'm telling myself, oh, you're not doing any email marketing. Oh, you're behind on social media because that's not letting it lie fallow. That's not letting it recuperate and regenerate, right? That's just you shitting all over it. And I mean, I guess like maybe that analogy doesn't work because shit as actually like a good fertilizer for the land, I think. But (laughs) I don't even know where I'm going, you guys. But do you know what I'm saying? So me like making myself feel terrible about not planting crops on that land isn't going to make that land more fertile. It's not going to make it great for the future. So letting your field life fallow only is going to work if you fully, fully allow the recovery. No guilting, no shooting yourself about it, no feeling guilt about not working on it, just absolutely embracing the fact that that field is just going to not get your attention for a while. And I think it's really beautiful to think about it, just soaking up the sun and soaking up the rain and just relaxing and just feeling the sigh of relief that it can just recuperate. And so this can apply to you uh, for the athletes that I coach and for I know I have a lot of runners that listen to this podcast. If you allow yourself to have a period of rest and recovery and focus your energy on other activities, it's going to help your running. So you can decide like, does that mean a day off every week? Does that mean two weeks off after your marathon? You can decide what that means. You can trust yourself to know when your field is ready to plant crops on it again. But just to allow, fully allow yourself to recover and recuperate before you start planting again. Same thing with I have some artists that sometimes experience like creative burnout and they're just sort of at a stuck point and sort of just not wanting to create the thing that they usually create. And so I say, okay, let's take some time off of that and go use different media, create art in different ways, create art using different materials for a little bit and let that other part of you, that field just lie fallow, let it regenerate. The other part about this where you that it, that it only works if you have no guilt and no shooting is there also needs to be this element of trust that you're still going to hit your goals in the big picture in spite of or maybe even because of that rest period. So if you're a runner to know that your racing goals are going to still happen if you're allowing yourself to rest and recover when you need it. If you are one of my artist listeners, to uh, to know that your art and your creativity will thrive and bloom if you're letting yourself have time off from it sometimes, or if you're letting yourself explore other fields, other media, other ways of being creative, and then coming back to your thing. For me, it's knowing, completely trusting and knowing that my business is going to go where I want it to in spite of and because of me not focusing on some of the things that drain me right now and letting those regenerate and get my energy back on those. 
So you have to have this element of just fully allowing the rest and recovery, no shooting on yourself, no guilting yourself, and fully trusting that this is way better for you in the big picture, the picture of your whole farm, that you will still get your goals and get what you need out of your project or your goal or what you're going for if you allow yourself to have some rest some beautiful, delicious, nurturing rest. Since I'm spending some time, I've spent, I've spent, I've clocked some hours on the couch, my friends, mostly because the roads were really icy in my neighborhood and we really kind of were homebound. Um, We did make an emergency walk to the store and back to get some goods, which did include, you know, some cookies and brownies. Um, But yeah, I've spent some time on the couch instead of tending to that field. I'm letting it lie fallow while I watch some TV. So I just wanted to share a couple great things on TV that maybe you might want to watch too. If you're having a little time where you're letting some of your fields lie fallow, maybe you want to watch some TV. So I've talked about it here on the podcast before, but Chris and I are totally into Drive to Survive. That's with F1, Formula One Racing. Never in my life did I ever think that I was going to be a person that watched car racing. But as I've said many times before, if you can get me interested in the people and their stories and their characters and how they interact with other people uh, and the, the challenges that they have to overcome, then I'm hooked. And Netflix did a really good job of, you know, showing me who these characters are. And so now I think this is our third season of watching Drive to Survive. And we are also into F1 now. We have our favorite racers and we like watching it. So it's kind of a fun thing. Shrinking. I'm so bad at knowing like what platforms these are on. If it's on Hulu or Netflix or Apple, I think this one is on Apple, but it's so good and so endearing, so hilarious. Um, So that's really good. Chris and I are re-watching past seasons of Ted Lasso. It's one of my favorite shows that's ever been on TV. And there's a new season coming up fairly soon, I think. So we are re-watching seasons one and two. Also, Last of Us. I've talked about it in my newsletter. I never thought that I would be so into a show that is based on a video game that has like zombies or infected people in it or creatures. I don't know what you want to call them, but I am so in. It is such a good show about relationships. I wrote to one of my friends on Instagram and I was like, you have to watch episode three because it's basically a class on relationships. And uh, Chris and I just watched the this week's episode. uh, It's so good. So good. Uh, Also Mythic Quest. I can't remember what if that's on Apple also, but um it's so good. It's just so funny. All of these shows have something in common. They're just funny and they're really good at showing humans, imperfectly flawed humans that sometimes miss the mark in their communication, but they mean well and they love each other and they find ways to just be good people to each other. And they're learning how to be good people to themselves. So I'm a sucker for it. So let me know which of those shows you try out and which ones you love already. And if you have other shows that you're really loving right now, I welcome you to go into my DMs and let me know because I'm going to be letting this field lie fallow for a little bit longer, which means I need a few more things to watch on TV. Okay. So thank you so much for showing up to this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. 
Friend, if you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you'll love working with me one-on-one for six months. I help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. If you're a creative business owner, be prepared to make more sales. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash consult to set up a consultation call to see if we're a good fit. I can't wait to help you put more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. Let's have a secret code so I know that you are one of my listeners. So if you go to my Instagram at showupsociety and find the post that goes with this podcast episode and leave me an emoji in the comments of something to do with a field. So plants or flowers or wheat, grass, whatever emoji you want that shows me that you heard this podcast and that you can let your field lie fallow if you need to. Have a great day.